this time our pastor is coming to bring the word of God. Hallelujah. Listen attentively. The Lord has a word for you on this morning with your name on it. Receive Pastor Ronald Doherty at this time. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. He's been good to us. The song goes on to say he's been better than good. Better than good. Better than good to us. And for that, we are grateful. We are grateful. We're grateful for his goodness unto us. You may not have everything that you've been looking for. And Christmas may have failed you to the degree that you didn't get exactly what you wanted. But he's been good to you. Better than good. You're still here. Uh, activities of your limbs. You still have uh, various things going on for your benefit and for your good. It's because he's been good unto you. And we're grateful to God for his goodness unto us. We thank you for joining in with us, uh, Facebook Live. And uh, that's where our membership is joining in today. We've, uh, with all that's going on with this uh, new strain of COVID and and all the numbers going up and this and that, we decided we thought it would be better to do this Facebook Live and not have in person because there are a number of places where gatherings have taken place and we know that the New Year's, uh, New Year's Eve celebration went on in a number of places. Uh, but even uh, coming up to that, there were those where the numbers who were in gatherings and contracted and uh, testing positive now and we didn't want to have that continue on so we decided to have everybody view Facebook Live. So all of you who are viewing Facebook Live, members and guests, thank you for tuning in with us on today. If you're catching us right here live, if you're going to look at it later on, we praise God for you taking out the time to spend this period of worship with us. We serve a great God, and we are grateful for all that the Lord has brought to pass in our lives and for what he's doing. He's a great God, and we love him more and more day by day. The good thing about it is that God loves us completely. He can't love us any more than he loves us right now. And we haven't fathomed or reached or really even uh, experienced the fullness of his love for us. But he loves us completely, completely, completely. And that within itself is a miracle because there are sometimes where we look at ourselves and the great various things that we do and we find it sometimes difficult to be pleased with who we are, with what we've done. But God loves us completely. And for that, we are indeed grateful. This is the first Sunday of the new year. Happy new year to all of you. Happy new year. Happy new year. Amen. Pastor Joyce, uh, from the message last week, and then Pastor Karen alluded to it, talked about having a clean start and a clean slate. Amen. We got it. It's like when you start off your brand new semester at school, everybody starts off with an A. Now, whether you keep it is up to you. But everybody starts off with an A, clean slate. And we thank God for a brand new start for this year. And this starts uh, for the members of New Beginning. We're starting our uh, Daniel fast, and we do it a little differently because we want to be successful as we do it. So for the last couple of years, we have divided it up into three segments, uh, the 21 days. And starting on today, from today, Sunday through Saturday, we are fasting from uh, 6 a.m. or from the time that you wake up to 6 p.m., nothing but water. 
And then after that, having a sensible meal. We're not trying to make up for all that we missed. So don't be saving your breakfast and your lunch to after six. Amen. Sensible meal. Amen. We're honoring God during this time. We want to consecrate our time to him. Spend time in his presence seeking him so that he can give us clarity and direction and make us aware of the plan and the purpose that he has for our lives so we can pursue it. So in this time, so we're, we take the first full week of January and the first full week of February and the first full week of March, those seven days for those three segments to total up our 21 days. And for that seven-day period, we fast from 6 to 6 p.m., 6 a.m. to 6 p.m., no water, nothing but water. Amen. And then a sensible meal after that. So those who are part of New Beginnings, it started today. Amen. And those who are, I guess, who may want to join in with us, amen, feel free to come along with us as we seek the Lord. And for New Beginnings, uh, each day of the fast, uh, as we conclude at 6 p.m., we take that last hour from 5 p.m. to 6 p.m. and we meet on Facebook Live for prayer. Uh, on Zoom, I'm sorry on Zoom for prayer. So all y'all know the Zoom number. So we dial in and we have uh, this time of prayer as we conclude each day of fasting. So we look to see you on Zoom this evening from five to six. God is a good God. And we're just trying to do those things that uh, align us with his plan and his purpose for our lives. Amen. Align us with what he desires and the way that we know with surety what it is that we keep in contact. We find out from him what he desires, and then we seek to do those things. So this fast is a part of that aligning with him so we can fulfill his purpose for our lives. Amen, amen. We're going to get into the word of God, and for uh, this Sunday and the next two Sundays, we're going to be uh, kind of uh, operating out of the same uh, portion of Scripture that we read for our opening uh, from uh, Philippians chapter 3, verses 3 through 14. So we're going to run through it real quick, and then we're going to kind of go uh, into our message that we will be working on for the, this Sunday and the uh, next two following Sundays. Uh, and it says, verse 3 says, For we are the circumcision which worship God in the Spirit and rejoice in Christ Jesus and have no confidence in the flesh. Though I might also have confidence in the flesh, if any other man thinketh that he hath whereof he might trust in the flesh, I more. This is Paul talking. It says, circumcised the eighth day of the stock of Israel, of the tribe of Benjamin, a Hebrew of Hebrews, as touching the law of Pharisee, concerning zeal, persecuting the church, touching the righteousness which is in the law, blameless. But what things were gained to me, those I count lost for Christ. Yea, doubtless, I count all things but loss for the excellency of the knowledge of Christ Jesus, my Lord, for whom I have suffered the loss of all things and do count them but dung that I may win Christ and be found in him, not having mine own righteousness, which is of the law, but that which is through the faith of Christ, the righteousness which is of God by faith. Not that... Uh, that I may know him and the power of his resurrection and the fellowship of his sufferings being made conformable unto his death, if by any means I may attain unto the resurrection of the dead. Not as though I have already attained, neither were already perfect, but I follow after 
if that I may apprehend that for which also I am apprehended of Christ Jesus. Brethren, I count not myself to have apprehended, but this one thing I do, forgetting those things which are behind and reaching forth unto those things which are before, I press toward the mark for the prize of the high calling of God in Christ Jesus. Amen. That's our text, and that'll be our text for the next two Sundays. And we just like to take as a, uh, an overriding thought, uh, doing what is necessary to be successful. Doing what is necessary to be successful. Again, I'll say that uh, on last week, Pastor Joyce spoke to us about this clean slate and starting having a brand new start. And every New Year's, we go through the ritual, whether you make a resolution or not. In our minds, we make determinations as to how we will be and what things we will do in this brand new year. We start off with the, with the various uh, 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 things, uh, areas, aspects in which we want to either make improvements, uh, 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 change this or change that, and we determine in our mind that by the time this year is over, these are the things I will have accomplished. And we look to get those things started. And, and, and for most of us, if we all will be truthful, we are very good starters. Our problem is we don't finish well. <laughs> we get going for a while. Anything that's new, it's like the kid getting a new toy on Christmas Day. They're so excited for that toy. And they just do all, you know, they just are up and down and have it all day long. But give it a month. Give it a month. And the newness have worn off. And the struggle they have in trying to even uh, spend time with that, that thing that they were overjoyed with. And this thing of being consistent is a thing that kind of plagues us as we are looking forward to accomplish our goals. So we set a lot of goals, but we're not always successful in reaching the goals that we set. So we're going to be talking about uh, these uh, three Sundays. Uh, this and the next two Sundays about uh, uh, doing what is necessary to be successful, to accomplish what we set in our hearts and our minds that we want to accomplish and to get those things achieved where we can check them off our list as we are going forward. Anybody got any to-do lists that you've had for a while? And you've got some things checked off, but a number of things that ain't checked off yet. You know, that bathroom thing that you're going to fix, uh, that thing, this other thing that you're going to get together and things of that nature, and you got all the stuff necessary, and you started it. But every now and then you go by and look at it, and you say, I'm going to get to that. <laughs> I'm going to get back to it. We have not been successful in accomplishing what we are looking, uh, what we have planned, or what we have set our minds and all to do. So we want to talk about to, uh, today and the next two Sundays of uh, doing what is necessary to be successful, to be successful, to be successful. And we all want to achieve and we all want to accomplish and get to that space and place where we have done what we have set out to do. One of the things that kind of helps us as we're going forward is that we set goals. I've got to set in mind a thing that I want to do or a thing that I want to be or what I want to accomplish. I've got to make that my goal. One of the things about setting a goal is that when you start setting a goal, it's like, it's like uh, um, uh, sometimes we, we played as kids and stuff like that and we were 
throwing rocks and we can just kind of throw in the sea, you know, how far we could throw and, and this and that. And we was throwing and, and not really having any particular aim or, or goal. We was just throwing. But even as we were throwing and, and, and said every now and then we looked and saw something, okay, so we, all right, now the first one to hit that. So what, what that did was now it set a goal for us. And where I was pleased with just throwing my rock and ha making it have distance and things of that nature, now because I got a goal, my just throwing a rock is not pleasing anymore because now I have a target, something that I want to reach, and I've got to concentrate and focus on that and begin to aim toward that. You know, we've all done it and stuff like that, and we're trying to hit it, and we're trying to hit it and things of that nature. We were good as long as we didn't have a goal. As long as we were just throwing, as long as we were doing it, we were good and fine and everything was good with us. But once we set a goal, it changed the dynamic of everything that we were doing. Now I had to be intentional about what I did. Now I had to take aim at what I was trying to do. Now I had to be uh, strive for accuracy so that I could achieve what I had set out to do. So when I'm, when I'm, when I'm looking at uh, being success, successful in anything, I've got to set my goal. I've got to set my aim at what I'm going at or trying to get to and not just set my aim, but be specific about it. Because every now and then we say, I'm going, okay, we're going to hit that rock or hit that pole. And then, 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 then we look at the pole again and there was a sign on the pole. Hit the sign on the pole. You know, or, or, and, and, or however it was, uh, it, it, what, what we began to do is not only have a goal, but we began to be specific about what we wanted to do, and it challenged us, and it, and it, promo and it pushed us, and it made us not just do a thing, but try to achieve something as we were doing it. Sometimes we set goals and stuff like that for uh, the new year, we're going to do this and we're going to do that, and we set a general goal, I'm going to lose weight. One pound is weight loss. But that's not really what you wanted, so you had to be more specific about what you were trying to achieve as your goal. I want to lose 20 pounds, so in the light of 20 pounds, one pound ain't doing nothing for me, and I've got to get better at what I'm doing. So one of the things, not only do we have to set a goal, but I have to be clear about the goal that I'm setting. I have to clarify what I'm trying to get to. Paul began to say, and, he, and in the verses that we read, one of the things that Paul said for his goal is that I might know him. That I might know him. He talked about, as we opened up, the, the, in verse 3, he talked about us being the, the circumcision of Christ or really having a relationship with Christ, being in this part of being, having him as our Savior and walking in salvation. But that not being, you know, for Paul said, you know, that's a good thing, but that, that ain't, the, that, ain't the, that ain't the goal that I have. The goal that I have is more specific than just to be in the body. I want to be in the body accomplishing what I've been uh, set to do in the body of Christ. Some, sometimes some of us, you know, you know, I'm glad that I'm saved, and that's a good thing. I want to be saved, but, 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 but not only do I want to be saved, but there are things that God has for me and wants me to do, and I have to begin to set those things as my goal. So Paul began to say, although I'm in this body, part of the circumcision of Christ Jesus, what I want to do is that I want to know him. 
I want to know him. I want to have intimacy with him. I want to have clarity about him. I want to have understanding that I might know him. One of the other verses uh, uh, that we read said, he, he says that I might be found in him. I'm, I'm, I'm sharpening my goal. I'm, 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 I'm being more uh, precise about what I'm trying to achieve. And for a lot of us, as we walk this walk with Christ, we're just glad to be in the body. And we have no other goal than to be in the body. But if I want to be successful in what God wants me or created me to be, I have to be more specific about the goal that I have in my life or set my, my eye or my sight on what God has for me and, and make that my goal. Because when I begin to do that, uh, uh, when I begin to realize that God has put greater things in me and I can be greater for God, it does not suffice me. It does not feel well or good in me just to sit by and do nothing. When I know I've got potential, one of the things that happened to me some years ago on the job that I had is that I was in a position, I was glad to have the job, but after some time being on the job, it was mundane, it was, it was, it was, it was rudimentary, it was, it was elementary, elementary, and I was saying, I got more in me than this. I've got greater potential than this, and after a while, what I enjoyed initially began to be a boredom to me because there was more in me. And this was not tapping into any of that or pulling at any of that. And I began to be uh, kind of despondent about the job because it was not challenging me. And sometimes in our walk with Christ, when we have given ourselves to the Lord, we're glad to be saved. But if I'm not doing nothing, after a while it begins, becomes, as somebody would say, it becomes boring. And I'm saved. It becomes boring. And I've got, uh, I'm connected with Christ. And it becomes boring because I have not set for myself the goal that God has for me or the thing that God wants me. I have not set that as my target to reach. And the life that should be abundant and full is now boring. If I'm going to be successful in this walk with Christ, I've got to start setting goals. Not only do I have to set goals, but I have to be specific about the goal that I said. Paul said that I might know him. But not only did he leave it there, but he began to describe how he wanted to know him in the power of his resurrection. In the fellowship of his suffering, being made conformable unto his death. I want to experience life with him, not only the good stuff, but even the hard and the rough places. Because when I begin to know him, there's some friends of ours who we really count friends because when we was in a tight place, they was right there with us. And when we start counting friends, they number one on our list. Yeah, because he he been with me through the thicket, and when I was in a hard place, he showed up for me, or she was right there for me. And we count them as friends because they were not only friends when I had money or plenty, but when I didn't have nothing, they were sharing with me and helping me and didn't forsake me. Paul said, I don't want to know him, but I want to know him in the hard places. I don't want to just have this knowledge of who he is, but I want to be able to walk with him through tough places in the power of his resurrection. In order to be resurrected, you got to die. <laughs> no dying, no resurrection. Paul said, I want to know him in the power of his resurrection. In other words, I want to know him so well or be so acquainted with him that when things die in me because of my relationship with him, there isn't a resurrection, there is an awakening of that. And I 
and, I, and my situation does not overwhelm me, but I get the victory over it because I know him in the power of his resurrection. I know how not to let this trouble get me. I know how not to let this failure overcome me. I know how, know how not to let this disappointment take me under. No, there's a greater and a better day ahead. There's some of us because we've been walking with him with no goals or with no uh, uh, thing, no targets in our minds. When we face difficulties, we give up. When we face the hard places, we throw in the towel. When things get rough for us, we, we, we find the exit. Paul says, I, I, I want to know him in the power of his resurrection. I want to know him in the fellowship of his suffering. I want to be made uh, conformable unto his death. I want to walk through the bad places or the hard places with him so that we can have real relationship. You've got those people who, who you tell something who you count as your friends or your associates or who are close to you and there's some things that you share with them because of, of the relationship. But there are those, some things that you share with some of the others who, who, have, who have stuck with you through the thick and the thin. You're a little more open with them. You're a little more transparent with them because you know no matter what they know about you, they ain't leaving. They ain't going nowhere. They're going to be there with you because they believe better is ahead for you. Paul says, I want to know Christ in such a way my goal is to know him so that whatever the difficulties come in my life as we walk with him, that I don't quit on him, I don't give up on him, but I know that in the midst of my trouble, if a, if a thing dies, then there is a resurrection that can happen. I want to know him that well so I'm not flaky. Because we're not set with our goals sometimes or we're not, we're, uh, we don't, we're not really uh, 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 clear about what we want to do or what we want to become. You know, when you start on that, that, that new path, when things start getting rough with you, you start changing your plan. You start changing, oh, no, I didn't know, you know, I, you wanted to be this, but then you start going in that direction, you found how difficult it was, you start changing, well, well maybe I didn't want that. No, no, you wanted it, but it was how bad did you want it? That you wanted enough to pursue it even in the midst of tests and trials and because some of us have not set this walk with Christ this, 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 this nearness in the walk with Christ as our goal we kind of fluctuate in and out up and down my 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 but if I want to be successful in what God has called me to be or be, who, or be who God wants me to be I have to one set that goal and clarify my setting of the goal I don't want to just know him but I want to be with him I want to know him in his suffering I want to know him in the in the fellowship of of, 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 of all these bad things that may happen even in death I want to know him that well so I don't let this stuff throw me how often we start a thing and because we're not really specific on our goals when we face difficulties in the midst of it, we quit it. We've started the same thing now for the 15th or the 20th time. Mm -mm. When you come in, set your goal. This is, I, wanna, I don't want to just accomplish this, but I want to be able to be steadfast in the midst of the difficulties that's getting me there. Mm. How well do you want to know him? How well do you want to know him? How well do you want to know him? And I have to be clear about this so that I can pursue him rightfully and righteously. Because too often I walk with Christ is, 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 as I said before, this up and down, this roller coaster. 
because we're not sure. We want, I know I want to be saved, but I don't know if I want to be that saved. What's that saved? It's this thing of knowing him and, 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 and getting to this space and place where you become uh, uh, pliable in his hands and he works in your life what his real plan and will is for your life. It's only as I set this goal and keep that foremost in my mind that he is who I want and no matter whatever goes on, no matter what it takes, I am willing to go through to get there. One of the things about setting the goal, as, as I said earlier, with, maybe now with a little more clarity, is that it lets you see what things can hinder you. It lets you see what things are really not, uh, 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 not really essential or needed for you to get to where you're trying to get to. There's sometimes, you know, as I, when I set my goal, in the midst of my setting my goal, I realize that there's some people I can't take with me. Mm-hmm. There's some people who, who, are, who are good just to be around and stuff like that, but they can be a distraction when you want to try to get something done. You haven't, have you got any friends or any people uh, around you that you know that if you really want to do something or get something accomplished, you can't have them with you? Because they're going to have you laughing and joking all day, and the day is going to be done, and you ain't going to be able to have accomplished what you went out for. So when you start setting that as your goal, you realize they can't go with you. And you have to make that adjustment because you want to be successful in reaching what you have set your mind or your heart on. There are some places you can't go. I remember some, some, some years ago, and, I, and I've shared it you know, way back. You know, uh, years ago before we moved to Texas, I was working downtown Chicago. And uh, I think I was, I was trying to lose some weight. Uh, uh, around that time, I realized I was a little heavier than I, than I, than I desired, so I was trying to cut back on some things. But it was, it was around the time that Mrs. Field's cookies came out. And I don't know if any of y'all know Mrs. Field's cookies. I don't know, but, but, but it wasn't that, that, uh, that they just sold them in the store. There were Mrs. Field cookie shops where they was cooking them right there. And three blocks up the road from my job was a Mrs. Field cookies shop. And when I would go out for lunch, I'm determined I'm not going to get anything or whatever. I'm just going to go for a walk or whatever or get something light. I would go out and I would smell the aroma of fresh cookies. And I don't know what it was, but sometime before I knew it, I was at the door of Mrs. Phil's cookie store. I said I'm going to get one and walked out with four. But uh, so I began to see that that wasn't helping me toward my goal. So one of the things that I would do is that when I came out of my job, I determined not to go the direction of Mrs. Phil Cookies. I would go out the way to get to where I was going so I didn't have to pass Mrs. Phil's cookie store because it would pull me in. I realized that was a distraction from my goal. I, re I remember one day, uh, going down street and realize, oh, I'm, I'm going and I'm on the block where Miss Field's cookie store is, and I, I and I and I hastened my pace and got past the store, and I was going and I and I was, uh, I made it past, and I got to the corner. And before I knew it, I had made an about face, <laughs> right back in the Mrs. Field. I really, I began to see more and more that. I can't meet my goal.
a part of it, and I had to go in a direction different from that so that I So there are sometimes some people, sometimes some places that you can't go when you got a goal set in mind. When I set my goal, there's doubt that says, uh-uh, you can't do it. One of the ways that I, I learn how to be successful is that and that I become specific. When it gets difficult for me, I'm not going to give up. When it even calls me to the place where I feel like I'm dying, I'm not going to quit because this is my goal. I got to be able to pursue my goal. I got to be able to go after it. So, so, so one of the, the, the first step in being successful in what you're trying to get to or what you're trying to be is set specific goals. Don't just say, I want to do this, but be specific about it. Paul said, not that just that I might know him, but he began to describe how in the fellowship, in the, in the power of his resurrection, in the fellowship of his suffering, being com made conformable even unto his death. I've got to set a goal, and you've got to set a goal. We, we, we say what we want, but we ain't setting no goals. We say what we want, but we haven't been specific about nothing. We say what we want to do and how we want to be, but we ain't set down. And as the, the scriptures say, count up the cost, how to get there. So we really haven't set a goal. We just stated a dream. But if I want to be successful, I've got to make it concrete. I've got to set a goal. And I've got to be specific about it so that I walk in the direction and because I'm walking in the direction of my goal other things that are distracting become real before be what he wants me to be I'm pressing toward that mark for the prize of the high calling of God which is in Christ Jesus I'm striving to get there and you know what he wants me to get there so he comes as my helper and my strengthener and the Holy Spirit on the inside of me is there to remind me of the goal that I have set. And I have to stay true to that. I, I remember some years ago uh, uh, as I was striving to, to reach a, a particular, uh, not position on a job, but a status or a place uh, where I, I felt good about what I was doing. Uh, 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 but there were challenges that came against it. And I, I was given some, some advice as to when you get in a, in a place of temptation where you're about to go under, then do this. And the first time I hit that place, I began to do what I was told. And it worked. And it worked. And it worked. So whenever I got there, to that place, if I got there again or whatever, I did what I was told and it worked for me. But I got to a space and place when I got to that place again, I didn't do what I was told because I didn't want it to work. I wanted to enjoy what, you know how you give yourself days off on, on diet? I'm just going to have a little piece. Now when the whole thing is gone. That's a different story. So, 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 so what happens to us a lot of times is that uh, 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 we, we have a prescription as to what to do. Sometimes we get to the place where we let ourselves off. You know, everybody need a break day. And I'm not saying, you know, if you died in or whatever, don't, you know, have the, they have the little cheat days and stuff like that. But, you know, don't eat the whole refrigerator. So sometimes we don't, we don't, we don't exercise boundaries. 
and we miss our goal and we miss what we're trying to do. So, so what I need to do is that I've got to set a target, a goal, and I've got to be specific about what I want to do and how I want to get there and, and things of that nature and lay out the plan to get there and stick to the plan. Part of setting the goal. And if you can set a goal and keep pursuing in that direction, keep pushing that direction, and I'm not going to say you're not going to fall off here and there, but when your goal is set, you know how to get back in line. You know how to get back in space and place. And, 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 and as we get, get, get back in space and place and begin continue to pursue it, God brings us to the place where we become successful. And that, as again, the first place is that, that I start setting a goal. 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 And without the goal being set, it'll just be another dream. And next year around this time, I'll be saying the same thing again. And next year around this time, I'll be making the same promises again. Because I have not set the goal in mind with specifics. Paul said, I want to know him. I want to be found in him. But this is how I want to know him. I want to know him when it gets hard. I want to stay on track. When it gets rough, I want to stay in there. When it gets too heavy for me or when I feel that I'm dying, realize that he can raise me up again. Because this is my goal. I want you, just like I want me, to be successful this year. I've set some things in my head and in my heart that I want to do and want to achieve. And you know that the, the planning stage is so much fun. The planning stage flows so easily. But when the race starts, that's where we begin to find the challenges and the difficulties. But our uh, 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 determination, it should be to reach my goal. Don't let the distractions pull me. Don't let the stuff that I'm dealing with get me sidetracked. Paul says, I want to know him. 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 Next week, we'll be dealing with the hindrances because with every goal set, there is stuff that jumps up out of everywhere. And you'll be saying stuff like, where did this come from? And why did it happen now? But once I've set my goals, one, one realizes it uncovers a bunch of other things around that need to be dealt with. And next week, we're going to talk about dealing with the hindrances that seek to keep me from my goal. Because my end result is I want to be successful, successful, successful. And then on the final week, we'll be dealing with setting the plan and walking out the steps to getting it done. What are we trying to do? We're trying to do whatever is necessary to be successful in our plan chart and our plan purpose. If your purpose, if your goal is to be better, to do more. One, better is real general. I, I want to be better. Like I say, that's real general. If you're trying to lose uh, weight, you know, one pound is better. But what you really need is more than that. We don't want to be real general about this. We want to get specific about where we're trying to get to and what we're trying to achieve. God wants us to get there. 
because this is a part of his plan for us, his plan that he's laid out for us, the path that he's chosen for us. He wants us to be successful. So maybe you have not even started on your chart, on your path, on your road. You want to be better. But for those of us who, who know and come to realizing that, that as I keep trying to do better, I don't, by myself, it don't get done. I need some help. Jesus comes as helper, as helper. But I have to allow him to be my help. And that's, all, that's about allowing him to be my savior. You were in the water drowning, and somebody came along who could save you. You would gladly receive him. Jesus comes to save you from the penalty of sin, which is death and hell. But you've got to allow him, let him, because there are some people who have refused help and gone on and drowned. There are some people who were picky about who was there to help them and went on and drowned. But Jesus says, I'm here to rescue you. Let me do it. If you're in a place and you're in a need of having Jesus as your Savior, this is a prime opportunity to let him do that. How do I do it? One, I acknowledge that I need him. I'm a sinner. There ain't no big thing. Everybody comes to this earth as a sinner. Born in sin, shaped in iniquity. All of our righteousness is as a filthy rag in his sight. But he loves us. And he wants better for us. So all we have to do is, one, acknowledge that I need him, that I'm a sinner. Two, realize that he is a savior, rescuer to help you. And three, reach out to him and allow him to do it for you. That reaching out is a thing of repentance, turning from your evil way or your old way and accepting his new way that brings you to salvation. Simple prayer gets it done. Say, Lord Jesus, I come to you today as a sinner, knowing that I need a Savior, and that's who you are. I open up my heart today, and I invite you in. Come into my life. Clean up my wicked past. And set me on the path that leads to your kingdom. I allow you to be my savior. Fill me with your spirit so that I can walk out your will. In Jesus' name, amen. That's how it starts. Now set your goal to be everything that he will have you to be and pursue it. God bless you at Facebook land, those of new beginnings uh, who are, are watching. Uh, be blessed today. And those of new beginnings, we will see you on this evening at 5 p.m. on Zoom as we have our prayer for today. God bless you. Have a great day.